How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for the weekend show for Saturday, December the 12th. We are taking a break from the news today. We're going to do a special weekend show, and I'm actually going to be using the Game Awards as the inspiration for this show. Uh, We're not talking about the Game Awards, but there were some announcements that were made that I want to talk about and basically use them as an excuse to talk about video games. So let's jump in here. So I would say that most of the announcements at the Game Awards were things that I was not particularly interested in. You know, we had the Perfect Dark reboot, you had Super Smash Brothers, Arc 2, you know, these are big games, but me personally, I, you know, they're not big for me. And so I wanted to look at some of the smaller announcements that got me really excited. The first one I want to talk about is Disco Elysium, and I want to talk about it because it's a game that, if you haven't heard of or you haven't played, and you like the genre of the game, then you absolutely should. So if you don't know Disco Elysium, it is a computer RPG, and the story is about you as a detective who has lost his memory in the middle of trying to solve a case. And so it's a murder mystery where you have to pick apart the pieces on your own. And then, you know, unlike most computer RPGs, there's no combat. Everything is resolved through dialogue trees and skill checks, and a lot of dialogue. There, there's so much writing in this game. And because of that, you're able to really form your character into so many different ways and have so many different responses in various situations. It's just like the perfect example of the genre with a really, really cohesive uh, design and aesthetic. And so at the Game Awards, they announced the final cut, which means that every piece of dialogue is getting voice acting, which is absolutely insane. Like I said, there's just an unbelievable amount of writing in this game. And then, of course, some extra content along with the final cut. Some quests and a new area and stuff like that. So I'm probably going to be revisiting the game at some point to see the the final cut content. I never finished it, but anyway, a lot of people really loved it when it came out in 2019, so I encourage you to give it a look. Maybe this is a good excuse to do it now with the final cut. Uh, The next game I want to talk about is Endless Dungeon. This was a very, very quick announcement at the Game Awards, but basically they're calling it a spiritual successor to Dungeon of the Endless which you also may not have heard of, but is an extremely good game. It's developed by Amplitude Studios, and it is basically a roguelike tower defense game. So you have four characters that run around a map, which is procedurally generated every game, and then along the way, as you're uncovering the map, you have to set up your own little tower defense towers to fight the waves of enemies. It was a really, really well-designed game, and Endless Dungeon, which is the new one, is uh, basically a spiritual successor. Looks like it's, you know, renovating some of the graphics, and I don't know, I'm excited to see it. So if that sounds like your thing, I think you should definitely check out Dungeon of the Endless or this upcoming game. Either way, I I think is a good idea. Oh, and I forgot to mention, the game runs in co-op. You can do, I think, up to four-player co-op, which is, for this genre, especially cool. The game can get fairly complicated, and it's awesome to have other people to bounce off of. The next game we'll talk about here is Back for Blood. And it's a little bit uncharacteristic for me, because Back for Blood really is a spiritual successor for Left 4 Dead 2, or just Left 4 Dead in general. It's made by Turtle Rock Studios, the creators of Left 4 Dead. It's got the 4 in the title, obviously, as an homage. And it's interesting, because I've always kind of had this affinity for games that, I guess you could say, are, like, map-focused. You know, Left 4 Dead 2, it's like, no matter how you play that game, solo, multiplayer casual, hardcore. It's all about the map. It's about learning the map and getting through it. And you don't really have to do it in any particular order. There's other games that were made like this, right? Payday, I think about, World War Z. And unfortunately, like, I've never personally been able to get a group together to play a game like that and really learn the maps and 
really conquer the game, I guess you could say. But anytime I see more games in that style, I'm really excited for it. And, you know, obviously people have just been clamoring for Left 4 Dead for so long that it's nice to just have that in the industry again. I did enjoy Left 4 Dead when I played it. But again, I was always playing with people who knew the maps better than I did. So I was always just along for the ride instead of going through the process myself. So I don't know. I'm going to have my eye on that one. And then the last one we'll talk about here is Open Roads. We don't know much about it, but it's from the developers of Gone Home and Tacoma. And I really loved Tacoma. I didn't play Gone Home, but I think I watched it. But this game is going to be about a road trip with a mother and a daughter. And they've got some really good voice actors for it as well. You might know them, Carrie Russell and Caitlin Deaver. And the art style was just really beautiful. So yeah, again, if you like those kinds of games, those, I guess, walking simulator type games, uh, this is definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, But either way, folks, there you go. There you have it. There's my favorites from the Game Awards. I'd like to thank you very, very much for tuning in. I'm going to be back tomorrow with another show and then back with the news roundup on Monday, okay? So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Man, I got to say, doing a a weekend show again, it was nice getting back into the swing of things because, you know... School is done, which means that I'm actually cleaning the apartment for the first time. I have some free time to play some video games and not be stressed about it. Man, I am sitting pretty right now, let me tell you what. Now, of course, I just said that, and then, of course, the only game that I played today was Slay the Spire, which I've been playing for years. Now, my excuse is that I'm trying to get specific achievements in that game. And also, you know, I was kind of doing it while I was in between, like, cooking and stuff like that. You can't really dive deep into Remedies Control when you're making soup. So I had a game of Slate the Spire going on. That being said, right after this, I'm uh, going to play Sea of Thieves for the first time, which is very exciting. I've been wanting to play it basically ever since it came out. And now I have this weekly stand-up with my best friend, obviously, I told you about. We're playing Halo, playing a little bit of Minecraft, the classics that we played when we were kids, basically. And then now I'm like, okay, screw it. You know, we have the Game Pass. We should really use it. So we're going to try and play some Sea of Thieves. Hopefully it goes well. I'm hoping to enjoy it. And then, uh, yeah, you know, the the rest of my weeks are basically finishing up that last project I keep telling you about. But again, it's basically not going to be a major thought in my brain because it is a challenging assignment, but it's not super time consuming or stressful in the same way that my, you know, studying for an exam was. So I'm feeling quite nice about it. And then, you know, it's basically just the winter cleanup for me. A lot of people do spring cleaning. I do winter cleaning because that's when the school term is done. We have laundry, like, up to our ceiling. It's ridiculous. I can't wait until we're working full-time and we actually have, like, evenings off instead of this eternal loop of, like, working in the morning, school in the evening, and then the rest of the time is filled by life necessities, like dinner. Man, oh man. Anyway, folks, uh, no matter what you're playing, I hope you're enjoying it. If you're playing cyberpunk, I hope you're enjoying it. I'm seeing a lot of people talking about it on social media. Both the good and the bad, right? There's there's people who are really loving it, and then there's all the bugs, of course. And, you know, this time next year, Cyberpunk is probably going to be all patched and pretty, and it's going to be in contention for the Game Awards, and it's going to win. So, if you haven't bought it yet, then maybe you should stick out a little longer, because with a little patience, all your games get a little better, usually. Anyway, folks, that'll do it. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, TGO Radio coming out sometime today, Saturday. We're going to be running down the Game Awards beat by beat in about 60 minutes. Hopefully that'll be helpful to you if you didn't see the show. And otherwise, I'll catch you next time. See you.